welcome to the epilogue episode of the Frostwalkers podcast, Campaign One. In the last episode, the party defeated terror, and hope and light was restored to the world. A lot has changed in a brief amount of time. And that will be what we're about tonight. Picking up the pieces, finding our way to the future. Here's how this will work. I will begin by informing you of world events the night and day after your battle. I, if anyone has events a day later, uh, I will open the floor. Um, you can kind of just rapid fire them off. If there's one you really want to RP, we'll stop and do so. Uh, then we'll go to a week, then a month, then a year. Okay? Okay. And then we'll end the yep. episode on some... And at any point, if there's a scene you really want to play out of those, uh, let me know and we can do that a little bit. But the idea is to kind of rapid fire fill in some of the... Especially a lot of the early stuff. I imagine towards the month year mark, there's a lot more we can pan out together, you know? But like the day week stuff, I kind of want to see... I kind of want to go fast for the sake of time, you know? So, a day after, let me, let me, let me find this. A day later, the Night Council, in desperate need of rest, Alana would deploy the Royal Guard for relief. The people of Timshul worked their best to repair what damage was done and unite in the wake of the attack. So, Galdrea and Jitter, for their heroics, and Rin, although Rin was kind of already doctored in, Daldrea is the only one who really wasn't grandfathered in because of uh, Zachariah and Liren, respectively. I'm losing track of my point. Daldrea is officially inducted into the Night Council Yay! for her bravery. Yay! And also, this is the time to mention, Galdrea's tattoos have been replaced with astral look. Uh, Galdrea, Zagreus grew an astral arm in the events of the night. People... Your buddy Aster Rowan, I mean Andre. Wow, I blanked out that hard. Um, <laughs> your buddy, your buddy Aster has starry wings to replace his uh, fallen ones. Oh, yay! And uh, those are and the class have starry features now. Uh, oh. Have anything that they specifically want to mention the day after? Going I thing. Uh, oh. just 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 depending on who wants to. Uh, Rev, you can go to the cat. Okay. Um, is there any way for Andre to find Will around? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll allow it. Okay, because she and Will got to talk. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, he's probably. I don't know if we were gonna role play this out, but. You don't have to if you feel like it's something you don't want to. You could just tell me what happens and I'll make it so. Because I feel like this might be something awkward to roleplay out. So you can totally just tell me. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Andre going to be like, hey, um, so, so things have changed um, in the last however much time it's been. And she's basically just going to be like, I, um, 
<laughs> she's just gonna awkwardly explain Finley. That's all. <laughs> like, so like, this like, like, hey, like, hey. So, so there's this girl, basically. <laughs> uh, she's having bad conversations. Oh, poor Will. I want, actually, I want you to know that when Will hears that, he kind of like says, "Thank God," because he had something to tell you too, and it was that uh-huh. he found your Aldrain Aldrain counterpart. <laughs> I mean, okay. Just, like, he didn't I imagine know that conversation. Un- <laughs> he didn't know that it was your Eldrain counterpart until Mel told him so in all of this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I imagine the conversation, like, they just start laughing over this, and then they just start talking, like, Andre's like, okay, well, what's she like? Like, how much like me is she? <laughs> just, like, just talking, <laughs> just just friendly conversation now. Oh, yeah, you guys instantly bounce back from, like, kind of relationship to good friends and, like, no seconds flat. Sweet. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you guys, uh-huh. are, you guys are, and I'd say within, like, a day of, like, an hour of conversation, you guys are, like, solidly at good friends. Heck yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, Kat, what did you have to say? Two things. Okay. First, um, first she's going to tell Myrina that everything's cool. She's okay. We don't need to RP that out. She's just okay. She's good. Um, and second, she's going to go to Andre and ask oh. her to fix her hair. She'd be happy to. Andre has freaking cool hair. She she's gonna fix Finley up. (laughs) She like kind of just like approaches and's like, um, um, I was wondering if you could because your hair is really if if you could like, and she just points (laughs) to her hair. Andre Andre takes takes a glance at at Finn's choppy short hair, and she's like she just chuckles a little bit, and she's like, "Yeah, of course I'll help you out." Great. That's I'll have you looking right as rain, um, soon as possible. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, oh, oh. Also, um, uh, it. it it's Laverne. That's my name. Oh. Uh, just, just thought I wanted to. Yeah, just call me Finley. I just wanted to let you know. Anyway, hair time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh my god, I love her. <laughs> it's just, Andre's just like, I love this woman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rowan, mm-hmm. sorry, anything specific you want to do in the day? I will tell you, Caleb and Anna nap for 24 hours straight. Like, they are... Just cuddling. Uh, oh, absolutely. This is, like, the most loving cuddle they've ever done. Cute. Um, uh, well, sorry, kind of just, like, runs back to her house and makes sure that Mr. Floofers and Cooper are alive. Just... Coop- you know me. Oh, oh! I got this. Cooper's an astral dragon now. Ooh. Oh, 
Oh my. Okay. Yeah, sure, that's normal, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, she also, like, maybe tries to find Gail, you know, just to check in, make sure he's okay or whatever. It's nothing, no big deal, not at all, because she's got a crush on him or whatever. <laughs> nah. He held, he held the fort with a, a gal and jitter. He took, like, he took damage. It was a fight. But he's fine. He'll live. Okay, cool. She's she's not at all. She does she I mean she doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I care or something. Baka. It's, yeah, it's whatever. He's, he's cool. he can take care of himself. <laughs> uh, are we ready to jump to the week? Wait, I didn't Rowan have anything. Oh, do you, that was yeah. Do you have something, Rowan? Um I think that Rowan um I think Rowan has a lot to think about and she goes back home obviously she's going to smooch Janice very hard <laughs> uh, make out Woo! She's, very, she's very happy that he's alive um, Janice has and... astral weed hair <clears throat> astral <laughs> weed hair. B. Oh, <laughs> I will settle. Westroll. B. Weed stroll. Weed stroll hair. Oh my god! I was trying to have an emotional moment. You can. You can. Okay. I mean, hey, it might be really pretty or like beautiful. Janice's hair is like glowing with starlight now. Okay. Can I say he has like a cool tattoo? Sure. That's sick. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, she just has a nice day. I don't know how to continue from that. <laughs> she just has a nice time. She's happy. That's a that's a clever way to hide NSFW territory. Sweet. Oh my god! You will, listeners. <laughs> anyway. Jumping to the week. <clears throat> a week later. The Night Council could have... Uh, you guys would have a fucking rager in the castle. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Good. Sweet. You are partying down as heroes. The people of Timshul begin to recuperate, and peace talks begin with the hearth. With relative ease. Alana takes full leadership as Timshul's next queen... And then has her first action as queen, removes the monarchy because she's a badass. Hell yeah! Yeah. Yes. yes. Timshul is back to lords of the order, elected by the people due to the oath of the Merry Lord that was instated when Timshul was founded by Alana's hand. A king set it up and a queen removed it. Power move. Hell yeah! Democracy! Democracy, baby! Uh, this began a resurgence of hope in the city, uh, and the Night Council is now essentially the Senate. Oh, cool! Uh, all agree, however, that when Alana ends her time, Caelum would be a great lord. But the young prince finally has time to be a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Oh. Now... Anyone have anything in the week space? We. Um. Yeah. Uh. 
Uh, Finley is gonna have a chat with Caitlin because she's still uneasy about everything going on. I don't think she's really relaxed. Um, Even though her hair is much better. Yeah, her hair is much better, but like not her mind. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm joking. She's much better, but um, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of change and a lot that she's not used to. So she wants to go to her charge, well, former charge, and um, ask him how he's dealing with it. Calum is elated at the news of him being able to relax for a while. Um, he's talking about going on a date with Anna, which sounds like a foreign concept. Um, Aww. And he tells you, Finley, that you'll always be his, not just his guard, but his close friend and basically his sister, and that uh, she, you'll always have a place at his side, even if that doesn't mean necessarily guarding him. She definitely, she gives him, like, the biggest hug. <laughs> like, picks him up off the ground. <laughs> yeah, sure. Caleb loves you, Finn. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> she loves him, too. Anything else, Finley? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Okay, sorry. Anything in the week space? Uh, she's she's just glad that she can finally like hang out with her brother without having to get through like a Rose and an Anelian and a Zagreus and everyone oh, yeah. else. He still lives in the castle, but uh, instead of basically being his like watchdogs, Anelian, Zag, Rowan, I mean Rose, they're all just kind of mm-hmm. like. His housemates now, it's like way more relaxed. Aww. Also, does the whole being on the Senate thing has her like really confused? Like, isn't that just what we were doing before? Is it, if it's because if it's more official, does it mean that this is like an actual paying job and we're not gonna almost constantly die? <laughs> the answer to your question is yes. <laughs> and it pays real well. <clears throat> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Maybe I can afford like a fancy rug or something. You Maybe a curtain. <laughs> you guys are like fucking set for life. You don't even know. Woo! <laughs> we rolling in the gold. Uh, Andre, you got something? Do you have anything in the weak space? Oh, or are you oh you're just asking going? me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I Andre's is gonna get some tattoos actually. There's a reason for this. Um, Nothing kind of in her life up until this point has been permanent because, you know, orphaned, so her parents, they weren't around and everything was just changing all the time. And what's more permanent than tattooing yourself, right? So she's going to get several different tattoos, kind of like in a sleeve on her arm, um, different symbols and stuff sick. representing oh, cool. the different members of her new family. So, like, leaves for Rowan, music notes for Sari, stuff like that. Oh. Hey, hey, can I make this even better for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, Alana is a tattoo artist. Alana uh, is a tattoo bro, artist. really? That's yes! the coolest shit ever! That's the, cool. Oh, Caleb yes. has a cool mom. So Andre's gonna go to Alana cool and get tatted up, bro. <laughs> A lot of there for you, sister. <laughs> Anything else? Um, 
I imagine she's probably spending some more time with um with uh, freaking brain. I can't remember <laughs> names. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting the uh, faces. It's or not just me. I'm just kidding. Faces, descriptions. What you got? Help. Let me help. The uh, Chadwick. Yes, Chadwick. Yes, Chadwick. Ah, <laughs> yes. Got For it some one. reason, I could not remember his name. But See, yeah, she's it's also, hard. She, she's also she's also been hanging with Chadwick some more since he hasn't been. He's yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Uh, he like does nothing but gush about how proud he is. Of he's like your old loving grandpa who wants to just do nothing but give you cookies and love. Oh. Bless. This is exactly what she needs. Oh. Uh, and Vil kind of is like in awe of your power. Like this chaotic little child is now like wants to be you when, when they grow up. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm happy with this. Uh, Rowan, anything in the week? Um, I think, like. I think Rowan wants to, like, spend some time with her friends, you know? Like, after the party, just, like, hanging out, because everything's been so chaotic, she kind of just wants time to, like, hang out with her friends. Yeah. Um, I also think... Down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, but, like, also kind of like what they did in episode 11, like... The sleepovers and such? Yeah, just, like, having a sleepover, she'll, like, bake them a whole bunch of food like tell stories yeah. just like have a nice time you know um, that is 100 so think... just truth yeah so i think she does that um i think she also has some idea she's already thinking about like there was probably quite a bit of collateral damage during that fight and so she's like True. oh i have i have like mold earth now and i have all these like plant growth spells and so I think that Rowan's thinking about, like, what can I do to help rebuild the town with the help of others, obviously, but. Okay. You are approached by Ashtai of the Selesnia Conclave, who with her <sighs> druidic magic will abso- and the connections between the planar portals will absolutely help you with natural rebuilding. Yeah, actually, I think that that's what Rin's doing, too. Is because he's he's an inventor. He's a he's a buildy boy. So I think that he and Jitter might like. I have something just... very special for Ren and Jitter. If you give me a moment. Oh really? Yep. A month later, if I may. Any okay? Any, if I any any final words before I jump to the month? Nope. Okay. A month later, production begins on the Old Town Moon substation and Timshel's new central station. Thanks to Jitter and Rin working together, the hearth will also get a station in the near future as it is set up permanent residence close by Timshul. Gnomes in the Warforged and Timshul flock to the hearth new permanent, uh, and begin to work out permanent housing, beginning the process of them reintegrating into Timshul's region of Etudon. The librarian Vi has also begun a deep dive into scholarly information on the Australians to bring that out to the public now that the memory wipe of terror is gone. You're getting a train, motherfuckers! <laughs> cool! You baby! Uh, Finn, in the month's space, anything? Um, 
Yes, a few things. Uh, first, this is when I started. I kind of wanted to get through day week fast because I figured month years when we'd start to get the juicy stuff. Right. Yeah. Juicy. <laughs> 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 um, firstly, um, uh, Finley would definitely start to visit um, uh, Siren mm-hmm. more, um, and probably just start to train with him and. Uh, Basically, he'd just hang out with him because he was a very charismatic guy, and she looks up to him a lot. You are my dad. You're my dad. <laughs> You're my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, so she definitely spend a lot more time with him now that she's able to. Uh, so, um, but the other thing that she would do is, may I role play this out, please? Absolutely. Take the floor. Um, Finley walks up to the, um, to the door of Andre's house. Oh. Um, and she gives it a very, a very shaky knock. Oh. Um, yeah, Andre will come to the door, smile when she sees her. Finley uh, wordlessly kind of like looks out down and she takes out um, a bouquet of marigolds and she Aww. goes she goes I, I know I know these um these these are your your favorites so I I, I brought you some um um I I just wanted to let you know that I I, I can feel I, I feel safe with you and you're 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 so nice and, and you're and you're and you're so cool and you you do amazing things and I just I, I, I just, you're just like absolutely babbling mess and, and then she says uh, I want to get food or something I I would I would love to <laughs> she she accepts the, the bouquet and she's just grinning she's just Aww. grinning oh <laughs> that's, that's good okay that's good and wait hold on hold on give me one second she runs into her house puts puts the flowers in water and she comes back and she's just immediately just gives her this big old hug <laughs> Oh, Finley be blushing though. <laughs> oh. In, in her mind, she goes, Thanks for the romance advice, Ambrose. <laughs> Ambrose, master of love. <laughs> I had all the ladies when I had a body. <laughs> Hey, 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 cat. No! Hey, cat. Roll, roll wow. a quick perception check. Perception? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh. 15. Okay, that's good enough. You notice that Andre is tearing up. She's like, she's she's starting to cry. No, 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 don't don't cry. It's fine. It's fine. The, the happy tears. I just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> seeing seeing Andre cries making Finley start to tear up. <laughs> oh. 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 No, not you too. 
Oh okay, God. okay. Both of us, we, we, we can, we can get it together. We, we have. Right, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're strong. We're strong women. We, we, we got this. We're <laughs> so strong. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh I love him so much. <laughs> So I guess I guess Andre and Finley are going on their first date. <laughs> oh. oh. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Um. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We only just canonized the ship we've dreamed of since um uh arc three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a tough act to follow. Thanks, guys. Low key. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess Sarah's pretty excited by all the hubbub regarding the train station. She's never seen a train before, so seeing a big metal tube flying at, you know, more than a mile an hour. Hey, Luke from Trials and Trebuchets, this is a call-out post. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, whoa, that thing moves really fast. I'm going to cartwheel faster than that. I I promise. Uh, even though all of, all of that. <laughs> Are you telling me Sari's on a training regiment to outspeed a fucking train? That's what she does in a moment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what she's doing. That's what that's she's it. going to do. That's it. She's outdone oh. and she she's outdone us all. <laughs> Caleb is concerned, but also proud. And Gale is like getting into it. He's like trying to like keep up with you with his flight. He's just he's down to climb with shit. Hell yeah! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> although that's very exciting. She's she's still more happy to see like you know her brother's going on s- some dates with his girlfriend, and Finley and Andre got together, and that's cool. And Rowan is with her significant other. Who has been with her since, like, our lawn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've been yeah. together a long time, and they're happy. Yeah. So she's happy to see all of her friends together and in love. And, you know, the fact that her and Gail are going on their first date totally doesn't bring a giant smile to her face. What are you even talking Yo! about? Yo! Oh. Yes! Oh. Yes. Nah, she's not except. It's whatever. Oh. She's more, she's more interested in how fast she can cartwheel. She's gonna be faster than a train. <laughs> she's doing this to impress him, I'm convinced. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Andre? Um, Besides the uh, obvious, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, um, I don't I didn't really have anything else for the month thing. That's okay. I'll give you something. That's all that's important. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll give you an offer. Okay. They found Pluto. <gasps> Yay! And the day, like a week after your first date with Finley, they're there at your door. And they... And that night... Your old crew gets together for drinks, and even though you'd love to invite Finley, tonight is about your old friends coming together, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure, anyway. I'm sure they're in- <laughs> Her new friends are partying somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Andre takes- I'm sure Finn can handle taking one night with her old <laughs> Oh Finn's yeah, she, she, she's not much of a social- a social person, so she'd be uncomfortable anyway. Yeah, so Finn's just, Finn's happy to be like out of that one. She's <laughs> vibing with <laughs> Siren and Myrina. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Andre, you have basically a night of revelry with your old friends, and the that you be living together for a while. Yes. <laughs> your whole crew, Zatai, Ezvel, Aster, and Pluto, back together again. Oh, um, this makes me happy. <laughs> uh, Rowan, anything? Um. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Rowan's been helping in the effort to rebuild the town with some other artificers, druids, etc. Um, and I think that there's really two main things. Um, firstly, I think that she's kind of rethought her business. Like, Obviously, she's part of the Night Council and she's getting money that way, but they're not always, like, it's pretty peaceful now. She's not always going off to fight monsters. And I think that, like, originally she wanted to be a therapist and, like, help people that way. But I think she's kind of, like, thought about it a bit more. And I think she's realized, like, I don't need to be the one to tell people how to live their lives. I mean, I didn't even really know much about myself. I think I should just be there to help people when they need me. And so instead, uh, she has opened up a different business uh, where she's going to watch everyone's pets. Pets sitter, Rowan! Yeah, everyone, she'll take care of your pets. Rowan's a pet sitter. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. She'll watch everyone's pets. And Janice and Trila are helping you out. Trila is your, like, is your intern. She's, like, the one who takes the notes for you. She's a bit, she's a bit older and wiser now. It's only Mm -hmm. been a month, but, like, she's getting there. Uh, She's getting the hang of it. She's good at her job. She's taking care of pets. She's a natural, and you're, like, kind of feeling like hey this could work you know what i mean mm-hmm. like having this apprentice that you got all those years all those months ago mm-hmm. this could this could be something oh uh and janice is absolutely keeping help with you and taking care of mr tinkle <laughs> coco's big <laughs> coco's very big uh, the griffins are probably big. also big yeah, your griffins are like starting to starting to be able. Uh, Trila can finally mount one of the griffins, which is big news. <gasps> oh my god, I'm gonna invite my friends over if they want to ride these griffins. Oh, they're not they're not like ready for full size people. Trila, oh, okay, like okay, okay. No- this is a no. Oh, okay. Child can mount. Okay, Trila. never mind. I'll just laugh as Trila rides them around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's the month. You guys ready for the year? The big yeah. One. No. I'm gonna be honest, no. <laughs> because I don't want to cry. Yeah. Oh, wait. Can I just side note one thing? Yes, please, please, please. Um, yeah. Probably, like, somewhere between the month and the year, like, just, like, a few months, I guess, Andre starts um, 
because she realizes she doesn't have like like um like a full-time career anymore really so yeah. she's she's she just becomes a seamstress full-time yeah! <laughs> so yeah she making the clothes she fixing the clothes yes well you're well you're gonna have a pretty big amount of orders soon because a year later where do the australians and star touch have reached the general population the hearth and tim shall have officially merged the two groups of people working together nicely learning from each other's cultures and innovating new creations together uh the hearth gets to keep its freedom but shares what they have with tim shall and tim shall does the same uh continuing on the central Etudon rail system was finished by Jitter and Rin and their inaugural inaugural ride without a hitch. <laughs> Speaking of hitch, sometime in the span of a month to a year, Jitter and Galdrea get married. Yay! And Andre, you are the streamstress of honor. You make the wife <gasps> make... <sighs> for the wife. You make Jitter's outfit. You are you are commissioned for big. Oh, she's honored. She's yes. Um, yes. Can I can I do the flowers? Yes. And the food. Hundreds <laughs> 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 are fully refurbished, allowing more daring more to live in the abandoned space aside the undead led by Glasno as the castle. Your old buddy Shira is basically like the poster child for living in the old town group. <laughs> awesome. uh, the old arc this allows much more housing and less strain on halflings check that out um, the arcanum become the arcanum becomes the place of learning for young wizards meaning that the class ends their semester with Calum teaching out of the archon and a sentient mage building trying to teach children is very useful <laughs> um, the night council no longer outside of the watchtower and gets a council building near the center of the united areas of the town ruins the hearth and timshul you have a new base vast knowledge of fans have been recovered and angel is using the press to fill more people in where if timshul has spread will flock to the warmest place in the tudon alana leads you all into an era of prosperity and you all in the night council and prince Caelan get to smile and watch the kingdom you saved thrive <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Cat. Huh. Anything for Finley in the year? Hey Rez, how about you handle this first bit and then I'll do my bit. Oh shit. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Was there so... was there kahoot that I was not made aware? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just okay. All right. Okay. So, I call shenanigans, but I love it. <laughs> basically, basically, as time passed between the month and the year mark, um, Finn and Dre have been together for you know a year at this point, um, and eventually, um, Andre is gonna kind of. Well, okay. I'm sorry, words are hard. But Andre and Finn are kind of talking about this, and they're just like, hmm, yeah, I think it's time. And so Andre is going to basically move out of her current house, leaving it to the rest of her crew, and get a place with Finley. 
<laughs> and they get lots of cats. <laughs> I don't think I don't think filigree would be very happy if they got I'm more joking. cats. <laughs> I'm joking. That's just what all my friends cats who are couples do. That's enough cats forever. <laughs> cats, cats, cats. Andre does all, love all animals. All my friends though, who so are couples have like a ton of cats. They're definitely gonna have pets. <laughs> more Aww. pets. Because Andre loves animals, but definitely. Mm. <laughs> but yes, but definitely. Besides that, though, I think that uh, Finley has finally been able to settle down. Um, she still holds her position, of course, with pride, but um, about she... I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> she. Um, definitely still check this up on Caleb, um, because fretting over him is something that is never going to go away, but now she's letting herself lead, lead her own life and let him lead his, which is something very important that she learned, and um, she starts to love who she is, she loves her hair, and she loves her girl. Oh. <laughs> and she's, uh, She's ready to continue to to live her own life in happiness with the Night Council, who are her friends and, well, her family. I I mean, this is obvious. This is an obvious question. Has there been a Fendra kiss? Yes, hell there, yes. There have been so many Fendra <laughs> kisses. I will tell you right now, Finley favors forehead smooches. Yes. Oh. Yes. Andre is more of a cheek kisser, but she will also give forehead kisses from time to time. And of course, and of course, and of course, they have made out a few times. <laughs> nice (laughs) nice it's been a year I mean come on it's true (laughs) oh that's the year uh one thing Kat we in the year about that position uh Zagreus approaches you and offers you his job You, if you if you accept, you will be Captain Finley, Captain of the Guard. <gasps> oh my gosh, that makes Andre and Finley both having been captains in like two different ways. Dude, that's cool. She she accepts. <laughs> Hell yeah, definitely Captain Finley. Captain Finley! Uh, Nath would stick around to help you out learning the ropes, but Zag gets some time to be, you know? Heck yeah, mm. he deserves it. Sorry. You got a year. What you got? Oh boy. Uh, she's still trying to set her record by cartwheeling faster than the train. <laughs> she's given up on trying to beat the one that runs across the entire like Etude on Expanse and is just trying to beat it to the hearth now. Oh. This is like the distance between Beach City and Little Hope, if you need a reference. 
Okay, that that's good. Yeah. She always finishes about 30 minutes late. No, but she's oh. doing her best. She's, she's doing, doing her best. <laughs> she's tried different speed spells and less shoes and more anything. shoes. More <laughs> shoes. <laughs> shoes on her snowshoes on her hands. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. But she always finishes 30 minutes late, to which she blames the steep hill and Jitter's complete ingenuity. He's such a genius. How dare he make a train this fast? <laughs> uh, Gail's, so always, she... waiting. Gail's mm-hmm. always waiting for you at the end with a hug. Aww. Aww. So she's, right now though, she's changing her tactic to, um, instead of cartwheeling up the hill to the hearth, She's going to cartwheel down the hill and into Kimchel. <laughs> because she always takes the train down. Because she's too tired to cartwheel back down. So now she's going to cartwheel down the hill, hoping that the velocity of her moving downhill <laughs> rapidly <laughs> will somehow get her to Kimchel before the train. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And yes, she has tried having a five-minute head start, and it didn't work. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, sorry. Uh, I love you. She did cry at Jitter and Galdrea's wedding, even if she says she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. What about Abix? Yeah, she she loves. She still visits Abex and Aldrian and her new baby sister, and she mm. brings. She's brought Gale twice now, just to like introduce him and get him used to her very weird and also amazing family. Oh. And you've also been spending time with Abex's husband. Yeah, and Kristoff. Yeah, we can find uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and she's well. Right now, she's kind of secretly, well, sort of. She only told Rowan and Calum and Finn, oh, and Andre and Gail and Benedict and Rose two hundred and twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> and then Calum told Anna and Alana of her secret plan to maybe someday go out and find her biological parents just to know what about them was terror and what about them was real because no one knows anything about them. Adventure continues Sorry. Sorry, I do have an offer. Yes? Uh. I don't know how to put this. Uh, they basically want to put you in charge of Tim Schull's public relations. Oh, like you're warm, welcoming, bubbly, kind. You, oh you're the perfect, and they want you to essentially be the welcoming committee for new families who come. Sorry, accepts on one condition. Yes. She gets to bring Gail, and then she also gets days off where she gets to hang out with her friends and her brother. Absolutely. Whenever a new family comes in, she can schedule a day with them for her to basically throw a housewarming party. She 
is so happy. She likes to. She's never had so much partying. <laughs> uh, also, I'd assume you and Gail are pretty much going steady at this point. Oh, pretty much. She doesn't know that he hasn't like. They've never said like "I love you," or really like actually kissed or called each other boyfriend and girlfriend because sorry's too awkward. <laughs> there have been close calls. Very oh. close calls. She's like, Cute. yeah, Gail, he's my boy person. <laughs> <laughs> he's my boy. My lad. My lad. It's my boy. My boy. My boy. Cute. Ownership is taken, but not in a romantic sense. Okay. <laughs> she 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 doesn't know how to like ask him, like, hey, are we dating? And uh, if he ever came close, he'd say, "I assume yes." <laughs> hey, hey, Gail. Yeah. Are is this like this thing? This you and you and um um uh, uh, me? Uh, mm-hmm. Is this a? Are we like um? She like pretends to like link her fingers, like like dating. <laughs> I'd assume yes, but that is a consensual thing. So if you don't to, then say the word. But I've kind of been working under the assumption that yes. Oh, okay, cool. I just, I just, I, I, uh, I, I just didn't know. Why because it makes me so awkward. <laughs> that okay. is an accurate noise that she makes. <laughs> <laughs> She she tries to kiss him back on the cheek, but she like misses and almost kisses his eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Hmm. Andre, you got anything? Uh. Uh. Besides, like, besides, like, what was stated already. <laughs> um. It's honestly, cool no. honestly, my thing was um. Similar to to cats, where Andre's just finally, you know, she's got like her own thing going now. Like she's able to like live for herself and be happy and stuff. And she has she has a lovely girlfriend and and a cat and a mouse and and just a, a great family and a good job. And she she's she's happy. Good. <laughs> I'm happy to hear it. My offer to you, Andre, is basically the rogue crew wants to know if you would be interested in essentially helping them on occasion. And they want to, like, basically be community helpers. They want to, like, do good in Timshul and the Hearth and take care of, like, roaming monsters. Pluto's kind of got that adventure wanderlust going, you know? And they basically... You're basically asking you if you want to basically form a party with them. That's so perfect. That's so perfect because, okay, okay, okay. I've been thinking about this and it's just like for Andre's whole life, she's been taking things because she is by nature a thief. She had to to survive and then she became a pirate and she's just kind of been taking and taking and taking her whole life. And now that things are where they are and her life has finally turned around, she wants to start doing stuff to give something back. 
So this oh. is perfect. Um, <laughs> well, as that happens, Andre, as you and the world become a bit of known helpers in the community, uh, how Eliza Hamilton do you want to go with this? <laughs> <laughs> as Eliza Hamilton, as you want to go with this, almighty DM. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to help establish an orphanage for Timshul? This is this is good. Hey, hey, cat. Should we should we tell him the thing? <laughs> I think we should tell him the thing. I think we should tell him the thing. Okay, so this is actually super perfect because me me and Cat were talking the other day, and we came to the conclusion that at some point, Finley and Andre become foster parents. <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. So perfect! It's perfect! It's, it's actually perfect! Oh my god, this is lining up you so well. Raise, you oh. help raise children, you get to see them growing up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing so we don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh. We I'm just okay. need to remember to breathe. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm fine. Oh. I'm okay. I just. Oh. Puffy, I'm what getting... have you done? I'm emotional. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Rowan? Mm -hmm. Anything for you? Um. Okay. Somewhere in between the course of a month and a year, Rowan decides that it's finally time for her to go back to where she grew up and see her family again. Mm -hmm. And she How long is, do you stay? Um, probably just a few months. Not a super long time. She's not staying there forever because her family's back in Timshul. But enough time to reunite. Yeah, make her. Um, and she... She sees her, her sisters and her brothers and um, her youngest brother, Alder, who was the one who got attacked by the wolves. And he, she tells him all about the, the fight and all of her friends. And she feels bad for leaving them but she's surprised when they all just tell her that they're so proud and I have an offer for you though mm -hmm. your family would like to move back with you 
They understand that your home is in Timshul, and they want to be where your home is. Yeah. She'll accept that if they want to go. Just imagine a scene of a family of halflings getting in a cart together, singing songs about the earth, about the glories of nature, and the mother in the cart just yelling at her little at Rowan's little sisters to stop fighting with each other and she'll turn this car to fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> and Alder, your brother, is like super excited, dreaming of and I really get to meet them? I get to meet I get to meet your friends? And oh my gosh, after all the stories, how could I even face them? They're, they sound so amazing. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, don't be Finley, please. <laughs> Oh, don't worry, they're all super nice. Your family is welcomed into the community with open arms. Sorry throws your family their coming party. Uh, mm -hmm. your, fit, your parents quickly get into the hostel business, raising, uh, taking care of people, you know? Mm. Um, your brother, Alder, kind of gets in with the druid crowd in Timshul and slowly starts kind of coming out of the shell. Enjoying oh. life. He gets a he gets a baby Tressim. Oh, oh yay! Oh, oh Your my family. God! So this is—I don't know if this is something that I've said before. When the wolves attacked Alder, he uh, he lost the use of his legs, and so mm -hmm. I love this idea that he has this like, got, basically like a therapy animal. <laughs> A therapy tressum, yeah. Yeah, and, he has like a therapy uh, tressum. That's so sweet. And he has, yeah, there's talk about uh, Jitter and Rin going to work on repairing his legs um, and giving him like the ability to walk again. Oh! But. <laughs> oh my god! After all the work you did to save their people. This Jitter and Rin feel that they are indebted that much to you. Oh. Oh my god. Plans are still in the works because they want it to be a mix of natural and unnatural. But with a certain cloning device, I'm pretty sure that can be easily done. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 hmm. oh. oh, that's so sweet. So yeah, so now Rowan is living back with her family, happily in Timshul. And, um, there was one thing that Terror did take from Rowan. Not quickly, but more slowly. Over time, Rowan began to forget what her last name was as she spent more and more time away from the people that raised her. And now with all of her memories back, Rowan remembers now that her last name is Mactir, which means wolf. <gasps> That's so good. That's so wholesome. Oh my god. Rowan. That's powerful. Rowan, I have one final offer for you. Mm-hmm. How would you like for your brother Ashwin and Lynn's Bard group 
to set up shop in, in the old town ruin with Shiraz. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> the formation of the most metal folk band has begun. <laughs> Heck yeah! yeah! Oh, that sounds so cool. Oh, that's awesome. Um, as one last thing, I think that's all I have for for Rowan. I think I do want to say eventually her and Janet, but that's that's maybe in like two or three years down the line. But that's that's a thing that happens. Um, but I also wanted to say that. Um, Oletta, seeing how Tim Shull has and Hearth have come together, has been inspired, and her and, well, with with some influence from her son, have been kind of working to shape Silum back into um, Liren's original image for it. So. Upper and Lower Asylum. It's going to take a long time, but Upper and Lower Asylum are starting to become one again into Holy just Asylum. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna take a long time, but they're working to get it a bit more united. Let me let me do something real quick to that. Um, there, the depot, the the station in Timshel proper has a skyship depot for our intrepid. <laughs> To begin, skyship her, depot. to begin her skyship depot. Let's begin her skyship <laughs> transport business. Skyship depot. <laughs> so Maiju is basically a pilot for hire now. Oh, heck, heck yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I love that. And with that, we get into the second part of this. As we all know, our journey as the Frostwalkers wouldn't have been as amazing without the help of many guest stars who came on our journey with us. I asked that as many of them as I could reach in a week to provide me some epilogue material. A few of them, time didn't work out, and I'll kind of do my best guesses, but here's what you got. <clears throat> Shira is basically a child of the old town ruins, you know, like I said. Uh, we love you, Misty. <laughs> we love um, you. Lots of love, Misty. Plink's goal has never changed. His burb wants his friends to do that. This burb friend wants to do ethical necromancy to aid his new flock in Timshul. Caleb seeing and commending Plink's efforts puts him as one of the leaders in the restoration of the Old Town Room and the recreation of Timshul's rail system. Basically, all things Old Town Ruins are manned by Shira and Plink. Hmm. I and love Plink, that. And Plink gets the little mare cap. <laughs> Cute. You sometimes see him just kind of marching around the entrance to the old town ruin, little hat, just happy as can be. Oh. Uh, Talia is now seeking out a sobriety support group. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. Along with Jay, who's looking to end their need for weed. <laughs> <laughs> what about Janice? Rowan's going to like Janice suggest it. Yeah. <laughs> Kestrel roams around on moots and flirts with any elf or orc that crosses her path. She has not returned, and neither has Pennsylvania Tim. Throgmorton insists he never had a stupid-ass name. This raises many concerning questions no one wants to answer, especially considering the doppelganger has followed Sune's day. <laughs> oh. Oh, yike. 
I, we love you, Mary. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> That's what they did. Tim apologizes for nothing. Jetai. <laughs> uh, Jetai is still in Pim Show with Andre's road crew, reconnecting where he can. And also, on the sly, working with Galdrea and Jitter to plans to screw over and maybe get rid of a certain goddess of death. Oh, yes. We love you, Spy. Mm-hmm. I, I especially love you, Spy. Mikhail. Mikhail still uses Timshul as a base of operations, but is looking for his brother and thwarting his plans whenever they pop up. The adventure continues for our intrepid druid. Aww. We love you, Stellar. We love yes. you, Stellar. Love you very much, Stellar. Lilith, Sylvester, and Nath didn't get anything, but I can make some assumptions. Uh, Nath is probably still helping out Finley. I can imagine Sylvester is still leading his people back in Hargrave, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lilith, God oh, only knows. Dear. wife. Part of me wants to say she warped over with Leona and joined the Rakdos, but I can't be sure. <laughs> I mean, it would track. Yeah. <laughs> we She's love you, spooky gal. Maybe we the Golgari. We love Maybe. the Mirror. And we love and we love you too, Kaz. Thank you. Kaz um, uh, one of our more controversial guest stars. In a fit of ego-inflated mania, Evander tried to take over one of Silum's vassal kingdoms, nothing but his strength. Didn't go well, rip and rest. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah! I hate that guy. Over. He deserved it. I hope it was slow and painful. Oh my god, Libby! Let's get some more wholesome vibes. Nina goes on vacation with Severin to the Isles and cleans up the area and with the help of the Guild for Good for Nothings in the wake of the Divine Disappearance. Aww. Love you, Pixie. Um, we love you, Pixie! Yes, and thank you for all the Thank you. Thank you for the live vlogs and for making us smile. We love you. You're the best. When she, as for Delilah, when she lost her magic to power up Calum, she became a never-before-seen race. A race she began to create when she regained her power. Soon, the Iskenasi are a race in the chest nose of a Tudon. Wide-eyed and curious, but all revere Delilah as... That's amazing. Wait, as what? The mother of the mountain. <laughs> That's just so cool. Mountain mama. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mountain man, but way nicer. And we'll give you hugs. West Virginia. <laughs> Intro- mountain mama. Take me home. Country road. <laughs> I'm playing a bard next <laughs> next campaign. <laughs> gotta get you practicing. <laughs> let me let me we continue. Working under Finley, Lieutenant Rue trains the town not just on how to garden be safe, how to garden be safe, both in combat and health. Rue is the outreach member of the guard. They even have developed a way to keep Mason safe that does not require being a social pariah. Rue says, "Wash your damn hands." <laughs> oh, good for Mason. I love that. Uh, still an anchor for Sari, Abix invites her and Caleb over whenever they can. They're clearly having another child, 
and stay at home raising Altrian, who's still growing in magic proficiency. Mm. We love you, Avon, and we love you, Lee. Thank you both for being amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you for being Sari's mom. Aww. Both her and I love you very much. Still Aww. at their usual tricks, Fenril and Osa hunt out the Hell yeah! While using those adventures to make to make money with Hilgren's song, we love you, Lance. We love you, Kaz. Love you, guys. We love you very much. Thank you. As for Hilgren, making bank by staying with Fenrir and Osa while they drive another mad, his music is about their adventures is very profitable. Since Fenrir hunts bigger and bigger prizes. Hell yeah! <laughs> Woo. Uh. Rin has taken his father's place as an honorary member of the Night Council, happy to serve when needed. However, in this time of peace, he's begun focusing on more inventions and collaborating alongside Jitter. They're discussing future business and maybe conglomerating Liren's business with Taylor Industries. <gasps> Neat. Hell oh, yeah, they're business partners. <laughs> Angel is working with the press and spreading her reach. She's gone beyond the two dots and has basically started the biggest new- news agency in Faerun. Hell yeah! We love you, Mango, and while she's very happy for Kayla, she does very fondly remember the time when they were together. Aww. Aww. We love you, Mango. One of the healers in Tim Schull, Darian, learning rounds from Galena and the Hearth to blend with their own techniques. Cool. Uh, Yaozin from uh, Evelyn inspi- was inspired by more uh, is inspired more to work for people with power and eventually becomes a warlock for a neighboring kingdom. She makes it to the head of her position and makes amends with Fenty, making peace between that race and humanity. Cool. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Wow. Uh, other Rin, played by Lauren during Camera Shy, is officially on Angel's payroll as a photographer. It's like sniping, but not fatal. Her candy <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, as for Faunus, she is helping out the Druid squ- in the Druid squad. I tried to mix squad and team. It didn't work out. Uh, <clears throat> queen. 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 She has kept Violet the Owlbear as her best friend. Aww. We love you. Uh, Besh is out there pirating, pirating it up. Woo! Heck Woo! yeah. Mama Besh. <laughs> Rain hasn't changed much, though she has started to become closer with her father again, despite him being in prison. Uh, Mimi has traded in her rogue tools for medical tools and works as a nurse. Aww. Oh, that's so blessed. This... Oh my god. <laughs> so wholesome. Her and Rin might have gone on some dates. As for Valerian, spending his time working outside of Oletta, cleaning up and destroying any remnants left of the Order, Valerian has made an effort to unite the stigma between Upper and Lower Asylum. With Adelram in tow, he takes Theo as an apprentice. The three of them work together with Oletta to end the division in Asylum. Yay, no more Asylum division. That was sent to me me by Kat before you said anything, Shay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I had no idea. That's why I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we had the same thought. That's awesome. 
Thea was still working with Valerian, rising in the ranks of the Hypnomancers. They're also looking to reconnect with their hyper-religious family. Hmm. We love you, Ash! Thank we you, Ash. We love you. Thank we you, love you so much. Eloise, looking for an end to her curse, she joins up with the class to find a way to free herself. Manolo, dreaming of becoming a famous bandit like his grandfather, joins up with Eloise and learning from Andre and the Rogue Crew becomes a famous uh, Robin Hood-esque hero to take on the mantle of Constance's forest blessing. That's so cool! That's awesome! I'm proud of them. McCarl continues his work with the class and begins to compose music. He maintains his relationships after the school year ends and Eloise's curse is lifted. In the far future, he adopts a Kenku child after graduating from a music college and wants to teach magic. Oh, that's so cute. Oh my god. Thank you, Sparks, Stella again, and Reef. We love the class. Oh, we love the class. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Malone still leads the mystery gang and is more confident as a leader, but still lets Marlo and Isabel have a voice. They work closely with Silent and are paid well. Isabel continues to work with the mystery crew as Malone's roommate. She eventually gets together with him. Aww. Marlo now lives happily with Hazel and her husband and continues to help Malone and Isabel on their adventures. Stellar, one more time, we love you. I love you. Yeah. I love you and B and Shay too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone. Thank you. Uh, As for Eamon, he works in Vi's library and keeps tabs on remnants of the order. Behind closed doors, he believes that uh, acknowledging fear can be reformed, but done in a less destructive way. Super interesting. We love you, Brandon. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brandon. That's really cool. Yeah. Music. And for the fun times. Oh my gosh, yes, thank you for the music. Thank you for the music. And we've already talked about Jitter and Galdrea. I will bring up Galdrea very soon in a moment. But our last guest star we ever had, besides Galdrea's return, but whatever, Siren. After sustaining a critical injury in the battle, Siren tried to make the most of the time he had left. He became a father figure for Finn. Oh, Siren asked Alana. Uh, Alana Walkwater said no because did you see her last marriage? <laughs> yeah. Um, she swore to stay his friend, and Siren is basically an honorary member of the family. And but Caleb took that part awkwardly. He he got over it pretty fast, but he saw someone he went to war with ask his mom out. It was a little weird. Uh, with. With Alana in charge, uh, the hearth is being led by Siren now. Good job. Well, that was Raya. And one more special surprise from Livy. Gasp. On the day of the wedding, you got a letter from the bride. Oh, heck? I would like to read you what Galdrea sent to you. Oh my god! (laughs) Okay. Finley, Finley, I can't help but to feel the need to apologize for my earlier actions. But even more than an apology, I owe you explanation. My entire life, I was in the Shadowfell, created to serve the Raven Queen and 
for the longest time, I never questioned my purpose. I trained under her for centuries, regarded her as a mother as well as a patron. I worked my way up the ranks, fought day and night for her in her realm, nearly lost my life countless times in the process. I dedicated my entire life to her, and I thought that would mean something. I was proven wrong when I awoke in the material plane with no memory of who or why, or how or why I had this happen. At first, I was confused, then angry. I prayed to her ceaselessly, but I never received answers. I remembered the feelings of her presence, the sound of her voice, but the longer I spent, the clearer it became that she was no longer there. She had abandoned me. Even upon finding her temples, speaking to her high priests, it was as if she refused to acknowledge that I was even alive, much less how much I had sacrificed. I grew upset and continued to search and sacrifice in myself and my new life for years. It was in this struggle that I found a new purpose. I had to find out what happened. This purpose is what led me to my love and to all of you. And for that, I'm eternally thankful. When we traveled to the Shadowfell after our journey, it was a difficult time. And once I had arrived at her palace, covered in the blood of the scum that disgraces her world, as well as my own, she acted as if it meant nothing. She even seemed amused that I was so determined to get an answer. That was not what I expected. I hadn't been banished because I failed. I didn't commit atrocity. And I certainly hadn't been sent down as a reward. She did this because it amused her. She wiped my memory and took away everything. Everything I know and care about. Because she thought I would enjoy my time on the material plane better than my years spent with her. And thought that she might enjoy watching what I would do. Was she right? Perhaps. But nonetheless. I cried out to her. I was confused and hurt and she still refused to give me an answer as to why she ignored my cries for mercy, my cries for any hint that she was there. Instead, she gave me she gave me a reminder of her presence. She marked Jitter, but not in the same way she marked me, cursing him, turning his beautiful wings dark and lifeless. Not only had she taken my chance away completely, she'd taken Jitter's as well. To this day, I've never felt as much pure rage as I did. She sent us back, and moments later, I wept for weeks, Wept with rage, sorrow, grief, regret. We were told emotions made us weak, so eventually I decided to let them make me strong. I continued training with Jitter's help and found my purpose had changed once again. She'd taken away my life. She'd made every decision for me, took away any free will. I thought I had, I thought, I had used me as nothing without a pawn when I was with her, and nothing but a bird in a cage to watch once he exiled me. It's time for me to show her that she may be a goddess, but she does not control me. She's she's so kind as to remind me of her presence with Jitter's curse daily, but we work through it together, and we still are working with a way to have it removed. It seems the standard spells won't work, the queen considers it a boon, and the boon can't be taken away easy. I apologize for my words, justified as I feel they were. I remembered what it felt like to have faith, to depend, and I let my own expectations blind me towards the experiences of others. I hope you find solace in her as I once did. I can see that you've long since proven yourself worthy to be special to her. I thought I had that honor as well, but I was wrong. Treasure that feeling, Finley, and never forget your purpose, whatever that may be. I pray that you continue to thrive under the Queen, but do not let her control you as she did me. That's where I failed, and you'll be even more special to her for not failing like I did. Enclosed are two tokens given to me by the Queen herself. A necklace bearing her holy symbol and a clasp for a cloak in the image of a silvered feather. Both were given to me once I reached the highest rank in her service. I was part of an order of protectors sent to scout the unknown, 
but the shadow fell on the material on her behalf. It is a great honor to bear these, and no one deserves them more than you do. They were special to me once, but keeping them only reminds me of the past that I'm trying to put behind me. I'm sure you'll find them of use when you try to contact her. I wish you the best of luck in whatever adventures await you. May you use these well and bear them with pride. Your friend, Galdrea. There's just one more. B, what do Anna and yeah. Caleb do? Well, before that, Livy wrote something special for a very, very important person. A name so nice you gotta say it 250 times. What's up with Rose? <laughs> <laughs> I I did kind of write it out as the day, week, month, year thing. Do you want me to just fly through that? Go for it. Um, so kind of the day after big fight, the roses are tending to their own wounds and helping everyone else, which, you know, is absolutely terrifying to see a surge of identical rose clones just pour out of the castle, <laughs> armed with rolling pin, ready to help fight. No one knows that the castle even had that many rolling pins. <laughs> Not not to mention the, the amount of roses wielding them, just the rolling pins. <laughs> Focus on one weird thing at a time. <laughs> um, they are helping the Royal Guard in all the relief services and they're rebuilding homes because they've got, I mean, there's 250 of them. They've got like, a lot of extra hands. A few of them also sneak off to fix the cloning machine, just in case they need a few extra hands. <laughs> um, after a week, uh, quite a few roses have asked Alana if they can stay on as castle staff, because they don't really know what else to do with their lives. Alana says yes. <laughs> oh, hooray! We will all stay here now forever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're also relieved to not be the ones who have to make sure that the castle gets run smoothly because Caleb's retiring, which means none of them have to run the castle when he's off adventuring. Woo! Woo! Um, a month later, roses number 251 and 252 have emerged from the emergency cloning pods, and they will be the last roses to ever emerge. Rose Prime, or the original, has a re issued that all those who don't wish to stay under the service of Alana must move on through the world as it's getting too crowded. Roses 111 and 112 has chosen to be train engineers, finally putting some of their artificer skills to work. Hell yeah. And then, after a year... Oh gosh. 
The roses are all but gone from the castle, only about 15 remain, all going under different names to avoid confusion and to make them feel more alive and less clony. <laughs> Rose Prime, thanks to some freaky magic skills, has helped to alter their DNA so that they aren't all just hurt after a few, you know, legal debacles where Rose 23 turned to a rogue life of crime committed crime, and then Rose Prime ended up being the one thrown at jail. <laughs> oh my god. They at first just changed colors, but then some of them started to dye their hair and their horns changed shape, which was an interesting touch that Rose didn't think would happen. Uh, so now they all, a few of them are well, there's Daffodil, and Ivy, and Marigold, and Lilac are the Good. main main ones. Good. The rest of the others all have their own distinct differences and things that are special about them. Rose Prime, well, now just plain old Rose, and Ebony finally tie the knot of their own, with Ebony joining the guard station in Timshul, so they never have to leave again. Aww. Rose and Ebony plan on eventually tracking down the other 234 other roses and altering their DNA. Because she's not going back to jail. You'll never take me alive! I will fight you with my bare hands! Come at me, bro! Terrifying. I hate it. Livy, I love you so much. I love you so much. I can't breathe. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, continue on. B, you can take the reins back. Well, for Kayla Mental and Anna, normal life has been nice to them. They, Anna purposely snagged the bouquet at Jitter and Galdrea's wedding. <laughs> you know, and they throw it back. <laughs> she immediately gave, like, the eyebrow wiggle to Calum, who rolled his eyes and kissed her. Oh. <laughs> the two of them are going very steady, and it's very clear that in their future, not now, but in their future, they absolutely want to get together forever. Oh, my heart. And a year later, how we'll end this episode and how we'll end this podcast, at least this campaign, um, you all meet up one night, sleeping bags in hand, by the river. Once a place of darkness and despair for you, now a place to reilluminate with hope. You all sit together and look up as the stars begin to dance on the one-year anniversary of your defeat of terror and the northern lights of the Etudon Expanse shine for you. Oh, so Caleb looks to all of you and says, Two years ago, I never would have known that this would have been where we ended up. I'm so happy to know you. You're my family, my friends, and he just wraps you all in his arms and just goes, and I swear, 
no matter how things change, we'll always be together. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) And though your lives may have taken divergent paths in this year, as you look up at the night sky together, you realize the Night Council will never really part. Not after the mandate of the Australians to light, to light the way for others. Not after the hope you've brought two years ago now. They always say that it's darkest before the morning. And so you watch when wait together as night turns to day. And that is the end of my story for you tonight, young one. The voice said, exhaling finality. It took them a moment to realize he did not hear the blue tiefling's voice, but his small snores. I suppose I did overdo it, the voice mumbled, coming into the light to show its glistening, starry form. But you are an amazing listener, my friend. The Australian no longer hiding his luminescence put a hand on the boy's head. I thank you. You gave me a small, small spark of light, like you, like myself, the chance to share a part of me with you, and in doing so, keep me here just a little longer. I suppose it's right that in the end, we all become bedtime stories. As the voice spoke, the blue tiefling's hair and skin grew white and glowing with specks out of parts of his body, mapping out like constellations. When you wake up, you'll also have to face a dark and scary world, but for now, there is rest. I hope you make your story a good one too, my friend. I can't wait to tell it. Here it faded away, joining the northern lights of the Etudon Expanse, being watched by this child and the Night Council together, staring at the same sky. And that is where we will close the campaign. excited for what the future holds and we hope you have a great 